1: You're listening to Sci Fi Wire's Days of Marvel podcast. On today's episode, it's day 12 of our 15 days of everything else. So stay tuned. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Sci-Fi Wire's Days of Marvel podcast. I'm today's host, Morgan Johnson. Unlike our previous seasons, instead of counting down to a movie release, we're just celebrating the wonderful and sometimes weird and not so wonderful Marvel movies that we haven't covered in previous seasons. Each day, we'll tackle a different movie, re-explore the plot, call out our favorite moments, and discuss its place in the ever-growing world of Marvel. Marvel. Let's get cracking. Today, I am joined by my Sci-Fi Wire co-host, Ben Fulon, and Caitlin Bush. Hello. Hi. We're back. (laughs) Back like we never left. We're back. (laughs) I feel like we did I've been
0: here forever. (laughs) I've been here for like
1: two weeks between the recording (laughs) of these things. I left Ben and Caitlin trapped in this room. (laughs) She she (laughs) locked us. It's her fault. (laughs) So, guys, we're back two years later. So, the first Fantastic Four was in 2005. This is Fantastic Four... Rise of the Silver Surfer. Surfer. Rise of the Silver Surfer. What a time! 2007.
0: What a year! 2007
1: was a weird year. I by the by the fashion in this movie. Yes, 2007 was a weird year. I feel like this movie is
2: like the peak of. Remember 2007? Wow. Remember when we didn't know how to
1: dress ourselves? Chris Evans' pants are so big. So So big big. on his tiny little body. Exactly. Like like, pre-Captain America. (laughs) pre-butt pre-butt pre-America's ass couldn't see that ass in those jeans that's for sure damn (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay so we come back to our Fantastic Four and the movie starts with some weird occurrences that are happening across the earth oh my gosh I forgot about Warvis sorry bro it's not that you're forgettable or anything. Warvis <laughs> is our is our uh, janky Jarvis. Um, you may remember him from all of our previous um, seasons of Days of Marvel. He's just going to get us uh, caught up on what we missed in those very special two years between 2005 and 2007. Tell us, Warvis. <laughs> Let's go. Earn your paycheck. That's fine. That, that's fine. Don't worry
0: about me. I'll just be biding my time until I go full Ultron on your asses. Who's going to be laughing then, huh? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, it should be a great podcast. Uh, Silver Surfer is a wonderful character who should herald the
1: arrival of Galactus. So I can't wait for that. Thanks, Warvis. Now I know I will never forget you again or else be punished by your wrath. Sorry, (laughs) but not sorry. I'm sorry. So like I was saying, we start with some weird occurrences that are happening uh, across the earth. You know, their water randomly freezes some fishermen in Japan. All of a sudden, like it's snowing in Egypt. And then there is like a huge blackout in the U.S. of A. And so we're like, what's happening? What's going on? What could that possibly be? I
0: love snow in a hot place. What a great way to show that something is (laughs) different.
1: Let's add Snow
2: Snow. (laughs) to the desert.
1: And so uh, we get back to our Fantastic Four and Reed and Sue are in the midst of wedding planning. Um, preparing for their wedding and... The wedding of the century, people. And it's apparently, like, not the first time they've tried to get married. This is the fourth time? Yeah. But the big
2: story today, the much-anticipated wedding, a fantastic couple, Reed Richards and Susan Storm, will take place this Saturday.
0: Numerous times also, like, The Post is really into it, and, like, the New York... Like, everyone loves covering (laughs) their wedding. Like,
2: we saw this kind of in the first one where, like, when they first show up, the media is immediately... immediately like, you're superheroes, tell us everything about you. And now we're just full on in that. This yeah. feels
0: very like royal wedding or royal baby yes. type coverage and I was very surprised. I was like, oh my God. They this were was like, just
1: predicting yeah. exactly what was going to happen the 10 Roy- years later. Yeah, the royal yeah. wedding. I mean, essentially, let's just call them Harry and Meghan let's yeah. just for the it. rest of this podcast. I mean. um,
2: <laughs> also, I would just like to say I would like a miniseries that details everything that went wrong that stopped the first three weddings. That's what I was
1: wondering too. Is it other... because if.
2: The stuff that went down with this one didn't stop
1: it. How how bad were the other things? Exactly. And I was just saying, like, was there something that happened and they needed to save someone at every single moment that they were about to say, I do? Nobody knows. That's why we need the miniseries.
2: This movie leaves so much to the imagination. (laughs) <laughs> I, I have, this is the second time I have ever watched this movie. I saw it when it came out in theaters. This is the second time I've watched it to re re-watch it for this podcast. And I don't think I will ever be watching it again.
0: <laughs> no. Every time yeah. I think of something to say, I'm just like, what was this movie?
2: Because, like, the time.
0: shine of, like, the first one, the, like, fun, hokey shine of the first one, totally wore off on this one, so. I, I
1: feel like this one, like, tries to be just as, like, Hokey and funny, but it comes off as really cheesy. Well, yeah. I think Johnny has a
2: line near the beginning of the movie that sums it all up, which is when he asks Sue, What
1: do you have against capitalism?
2: which is literally <laughs> everything that's wrong with this movie is they realize, Oh, people like the first
1: one, let's just make another one. And like their suits have all of the logos oh, on it. Oh. And I was just like, Oh my god, this is like, it reminds me of a race car driver's suit. Don't they have that that's many exactly logos on them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly that's what exactly what it is. What it is. Anyway. Anyways, um, speaking of Johnny, he convinces Reed to have a bachelor party. Because, of course. Of course. Which, Uh, by
2: the way, Reed
0: Reed explicitly states, A bachelor party could be fun. But no exotic dancers.
1: I thought, I was like, why can't you just say strippers? When he said said that,
0: I was like, what year is it? Is Is this 1901 and the pilgrims have just come over and we can't say words that are...
2: That are
1: much easier to say. Two
2: thousand seven was a long time ago. I
1: feel like I don't know if that if that was a choice to like significantly. Because I don't know how old is Reed Richards supposed to be. Apparently, like father of Johnny, if he's well, speaking yeah. that way. Also, like, like no exotic know, dancers though, son. <laughs>
2: like you don't know if if he's like twenty five or like fifty five. Yeah, that's just kind of the, yeah. the this version of, of Reed Richards. Yeah.
0: He also he says exotic dancers again like five lines later. It's we had a deal.
2: They're not exotic dancers when they this, get to the club. Yeah. and the way that he says it too, just each so. time
0: it's like he knows he's uncomfortable saying the word, but he has to say it anyway. And he's like, "All right, let's be a professional actor about this. I'm going to say this line, and we're going to do myself. this. we going to do it. <laughs> Breathe through it. It's a job. It's a job. It's a bit.
1: <laughs> Anyways, at the bachelor party." <laughs> Um, which I think is, like, a really cringy scene for me. Oh, it's so Him, bad. like... The dancing. Dancing and stretching, and it's awkward Are and we supposed weird? to believe that he can
2: dance? I, like, no. is that supposed to be good, his dancing that he does, which mm-hmm. is literally just flailing?
1: I think it's just supposed <laughs> to be, like, look, Reed Richards can have f- fun. Fun.
2: fun. This Question is fun. marks this and is... quotation
1: marks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was... I don't know what this... Like what did this serve to to act as more tension between him and Sue? Because like That's literally what it is. That's that's all and it's just supposed to be like he's goofy. Like I don't know what part of his personality this is supposed to be showing. Right. Because we we don't see it again. Right. Mm -hmm. He's very normal, straight and narrow, Reed Richards throughout. This scene makes
2: no sense other than for to have that moment where Sue walks into the into the club and immediately is like What?
0: What are you doing? There are females in this club. Mm
1: -hmm. Females that are dance circa two thousand. That are dressed circa two thousand seven. Females.
0: And by the way, she walks in with none other than Captain Holt.
1: Captain Holt. Captain Captain
0: Raymond Holt. That's exactly
2: (laughs) it. From Brooklyn Nine Nine. That's all I can think of when I think of Andre Bauer. Yeah. Is is just his role in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Anyway, he's a general in this though. So General Hager. Hager. Mm
1: -hmm. So man. He demands to be taken to Reed, and that's how Sue brings him to right, I thought you were going to say, club. he
0: demands to be taken
1: seriously. <laughs> I mean, he does. <laughs> he's very serious this entire movie. And he automatically, that's another thing I didn't really understand, nor do I think they explained very well, in terms of why does Hager dislike Reed so much? Like, he's right. just, like, mean to him. I think, for me, kind of, it felt like for no reason. But I think there was some one-off line that Ben says about like, oh, Reed testified to like, I don't know, Warvis, do you wanna help me out with the reasoning as to why Hager and Reed have some sort of history that makes it so they dislike each other? Fun
0: fact, General Hager was supposed to be Nick Fury, but Fox didn't have the rights, so Fury became Hager. They kept in the backstory, though. It's especially obvious since one of Haker's conversations with Mr. Fantastic has taken almost word for word from a conversation between Mr. Fantastic and Nick Fury in Ultimate Extinction Number 2. Nick Fury does, however, appear on the video game loosely based on the film.
1: Okay, well, there is a, a slight backstory, but I feel like it was a throwaway one-off line, and it is...
2: It's like- literally just like, I think it's a continuation of the first one where everyone looks at Reed, even though he's... A internationally beloved superhero. Now everyone still looks at him as like the the dorky scientist who's way too into conspiracy theories, and we can't trust you, and blah blah blah.
1: Yeah, and th- and that comes back again at the end when Reed like stands up to him yeah. to yeah. sort of be like, I'm more than just a nerd. Yeah,
0: such a 2007 oh, kind my God. Of, like, <laughs> theme.
1: It really is. Um, <laughs> basically, what Hager needs is he's like these occurrences have been happening across the globe. Um, we're trying to figure out what it is. Can you help us build a sensor so we can kind of like track when these occurrences are going to happen and figure out what to do?
2: And a- Sue's like, no, sir, we have you're a wedding. not going to do that. We have a wedding to plan. Exactly.
1: Another one. I'm a lady. <laughs> the fourth one. <laughs> the fourth one. Reed says No. Because he knows he's already in trouble with Sue, and he can't he can't afford to be in the doghouse uh, again. So he danced in the club with, yeah. the, with the ladies. <laughs> and so Hager is like, "I'm disappointed in you. I didn't even expect. I expect he says I expected more even from you." And, and I'm like,
0: like, "Oh no, Dad.
1: Okay, I'm oh. disappointed in you. Don't use the D word." <laughs> and not my dad. <laughs> And so Reed decides he's going to work on it anyways and just not tell Sue essentially yeah. because secret secrets. He makes the sensor and during the wedding the sensor of course goes off really quickly
0: though while he's like talking about the sensor or like while he's making the sensor he's also building up to what ends up being like the big reveal at the end of the movie. Right. Which is the fantastic Hit. car?
1: Yeah. Is like the big hook. Well, oh, yeah, because we kind of see it underneath like a cloak yeah. or like a sheet while he's also or, wor- no, working actually
0: earlier when he's talking to Johnny. Sorry, right. yeah. and Johnny
2: and Johnny's like, "Ooh, what's this? And he's like, don't touch
1: that. Also, um, I mean, I know I'm fasting forward to the, end of the movie when the fa- fantastic car is revealed, but like a squad car for your team and not tell the squad like he just <laughs> it just appears. And they're like, cool, we all know how to how to drive this. And we just know uh, what we'll, to do.
0: We'll, oh, we will get to the we'll, fantastic. Oh, car. we'll get there. We'll
1: get there. We'll get there. <laughs> First, he's working on that in secret. Also working on the sensor in secret. At the wedding, his PDA, which he says, also another clear two thousand seven. He says PDA like five. He times. says PDA. <laughs> PDA. Oh, and it's so gross when he's like, texting really fast and his thumbs his are moving they're all jiggly and like, floppy Ugh. and Johnny Mm-mm. has the correct response. He's yeah. like, "I can't watch you, do <laughs> yeah, that. Watch you do that.
0: <laughs> Johnny's like, it's never gets easier, yeah.
1: Yep. And so the silver sur- surfer um has arrived and is coming to New York and causes all of causes a blackout in New York City. Which causes the helicopter that is hovering extremely close to their wedding? <laughs> Definitely illegal. <a> <laughs> yeah, like the no-fly
2: zone, guys. Because it's like a news helicopter yeah. or something. Yeah, trying to get the the scoop on the
1: the exclusive the, the photos. <laughs> Dear lord, that will be on eBay later, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so the helicopter crashes. You see the team go into action to kind of save people.
0: Johnny is very upset that he has to flame on with his. Gucci or Gucci. Versace? Gucci. Gucci. Gucci, Gucci. I think it's a Gucci, suit.
2: This is, this is Gucci. suit. He's like this is Gucci. That was actually really well delivered, I will say. Oh, that so line. so beautifully that line delivered really cuz well he just delivered.
0: he has a very adorable Chris Evans puppy face and Aww. he's just like this is Gucci. And That's you're like
2: Gucci. and Reed's like really seriously right now. Yeah. Like all right, Reed, Grr. off your high horse. Yeah. Man has priorities.
0: Your thumbs, <laughs> Reed.
1: Your gross thumbs. <laughs> Take your thumbs and get out of okay. here. So, Johnny flames on and is following the Silver Surfer throughout New York and eventually Silver Surfer is like, I'm done with your shit, fire boy. And just flies through a building, grabs him.
0: Real quick though, that was, that's a real like, and it, we're like talking a lot of crap about this movie. That's a cool scene. It is. Where he goes through, cool through the building. Scene. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was and fun. I do I've do. always lo-
2: liked the Johnny Chase scenes though. Yeah. Those are the good ones in the first movie too.
0: I just love the part where Johnny like stops and he's waiting for him on the other side of the building and Johnny's just like that's so cool that's so cool and because it is it's It's a
1: realistic reaction like
0: the silver surfer is doing something cool and then it's just like oh man that's cool
1: I don't know if it's a realistic reaction like for us we can agree like as as the audience it does look cool but you know if a weird silver alien was like going through buildings I don't know if I'd be like that's so cool I'd be like, like Evan, like... I guess maybe a realistic reaction
2: for Johnny, who true. is like peak. I mean, that's true. Like in the first movie, who we brought so... Vanessa
0: Manilo to the wedding. Oh,
2: my God. that's ex- yeah. Yes, that's who it was. OK, thank you. So what's it take to date the human torch?
1: Fireproof lingerie and a lot of out. I was like, okay, guys. All right. So, yes, I agree. That is a cool sequence. It's the first time we really see the Silver Surfer up close and we see kind of what his abilities are. Before that, he's just been a blur on their satellites. Um,
0: By the way, I wrote this down. If you look at the spy satellite monitors, all they say is USA spy satellite.
1: (laughs) They want want you to know. (laughs) That's what it
0: says at the bottom left. Watch the movie. Yeah. And it just says USA spy satellite on every single one.
1: How else would we, the audience, know, Ben, that we are looking at very secret spy footage? Just in
2: case we were wondering. (laughs) Oh, no. I feel like that sums up this
1: entire movie. Anyway. Oh, look, guys, there's a nail. Should we hit it on the head? Yes. Essentially, then Silver Surfer gets fed up with Johnny's shit, takes him into the upper atmosphere, nearly suffocates him, drops him. Johnny's like, cool, you win, I guess. And Johnny crash lands back to Earth. He goes back to the team and is like, guys, I know this sounds pretty crazy, but there is a dude that was in all Silver surfing. He's on a surf on a surfboard. Board.
2: Straight up, like yeah. just on a surfboard. And Reed is like... Silver surfer.
1: Like, oh, oh there we go. Uh, okay. There Got we go. Got name drop. Got like the that. name yep. drop. great. There it um, is. Courtesy. Ah. Of- ah,
0: yes, a nail. Let me let me hammer it. Yeah, yeah.
1: there we go. Thanks, Reed. <laughs> they are confused, and Reed's like, let me look into this more. Johnny's like, I don't feel so good, Mr. Fantastic. And... Uh- <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Too Sorry.
2: soon. Guys.
1: <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm, I'm moving on Mr.
2: Fantastic I don't feel I don't so feel good oh my God. God. I I'm, so leaving. Good. I'm leaving I'm <laughs> leaving Goodbye
1: God Anyways Johnny Caitlin just
2: r- put her r- 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 away to <laughs> hide
1: from <laughs> us Caitlin's in mourning I'm sorry Deep, 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 deep mourning morning. Anyway So Johnny isn't really feeling well and um, Sue goes check on him and they touch and all of a sudden Sue sh- is on fire. On fire. And starts screaming bloody murder, which is the best reaction, the only logical reaction. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> so? I'm on fire. Then she starts floating, flying, and uh Johnny's like, Oh, I'll try to save you. He says flame on, and he goes invisible. So we see that they have switched powers some kind of way. I love how Reed, Forever the Scientist, and with the hypothesis, like Again, I think this is a good moment where he is very much in his char- in line with his character where he thinks before he does anything. So he just comes outside and starts asking, "What's going on?" How did this happen? What's going on? Why are you flying? And she's like, I don't know. Do (laughs) something down. (laughs) And he's like asking all these questions. And I'm like, this is the time where he's like being very Reed Richards, like in his head asking questions. Let me like be a scientist and not just figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Like rather than freaking out, the best way to stop this is probably to figure out how it happened in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. And so then he's like, Where's Johnny? And he's like, I'm right here. I'm invisible. And then Reed immediately puts it together and he's like, Okay try to reverse it and then they touch again and bing, 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 bing. Jessica Alba is naked again.
2: Again. (laughs) Again. 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 And literally her line is, why does this always happen to me? Because you're the only female in the film. You got boobs, girl. Sorry.
0: I paused it and had to like breathe for a little (laughs) and after that I was just like, okay.
1: We can do this. (laughs) And, And like, the thing is, the angles, and then the people that are blocking, obviously the certain areas of her, you don't really see much. So it doesn't really. I mean, in the first one, you saw her in her lingerie, right? Right. And this one, you just kind of like see a foot. Her, uh, uh, it's
0: very specifically staged, right? Yeah, absolutely.
1: And but at this point, it's like we're not yeah. even seeing anything. What's the point? What's the yeah. point? Just the inference that she's naked, right? Yeah. Yes. Lol, <laughs> that's funny, Lol. you guys. So this is all happening out on the street. They go back inside into the Baxter building, and uh, Johnny is extremely confused. And Ben gets to play around with him a little bit, and they switch powers. So we get adorable. to see human Ben Grimm again and Thingified Chris Evans, right? Which is really interesting. Just a little terrifying. Yeah. A little terrifying. Yeah, it looks weird. a little
2: weird. A little weird. Yeah. Um, I love Ben, just like throwing a fireball at. Uh, Johnny and be like I see why you like this this yeah. is kind
1: of fun I love how that's something that they definitely have kept up their kind of rapport yeah. and like oh, yeah. hatred of each other even at the beginning at the wedding where he's like talking about like so how do you guys uh, do the thing I just ha- I would hate to wake up one day I hate to
2: wake up one morning and find out she was killed in a rock slide I'll show you a rock slide.
1: <laughs> I'm like, okay. Which, which, by the way, when I
0: first watched this movie, like, back as a young adult, I did not understand that joke. And then, like, rewatching oh. it this time, I was just like,
1: oh, oh. I get it. It's funny. Oh. But, yeah, so that's something that they have kept into the sequel. They're kind of, like, back and forth with each other. So it's about this point, Reed is doing some more... Like research into finding out why Johnny is so molecularly unstable after his um, kind of encounter with the silver surfer and Sue is is at her wits end. She's fed up with everyone being all in their business. She doesn't really want to be a superhero anymore. How could we possibly raise a family like this? She's contemplating whether or not she can raise children in this environment, and how are they going to be a family? And woman troubles, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the woman, <laughs> the woman subplot. <laughs> and Reed's like, uh, we don't have to, just you know, Reed is Reed is definitely in the camp of happy wife, happy life. So Absolutely. he's like, whatever I need to do to make you happy, you know. Let's move to Vermont, make syrup, raise the kids. <laughs> Even if that means quitting the team. Yeah. yeah and they're like, uh, they'll understand, you know, we can just do whatever we want. He's like, I'm gonna get a job. I need to get back to my research where I really belong. I need to get back to my roots. Molding yeah. <laughs> molding the minds of the youths. Um <laughs> Dear Lord. The youths. So while they're having this conversation, they're unaware that Johnny is listening, and he kind of goes back to the to Ben and is like, they're going to toss us out. They don't need us anymore. What are we going to do? While all of this is happening, Doom is back. Um, <laughs> and You get a flash to Latveria. Yeah, we're like, Latveria we're now.
0: Hard cut to Lar- Latveria. Hard
1: cut. And we see that because of the Silver Surfer's cosmic activity, he somehow awakened Doom. He's m- been
2: encased in metal. Yeah, from the end of the first movie, because I 100% forgot that he was in the second movie. I, I definitely forgot that. And I was like, oh, so we're, we're back to this. I cool. feel
1: like that's just a thing now. It's like, oh, first movie, let's only have one villain. Second movie, let's have three. And yeah. it's like, the more the merrier. Because it's kind of like Silver Surfer is the villain part one. Mm -hmm. And then you have Doom, which is villain part two. And then Galactus, which is like big villain.
2: Yeah, which is like the end all be all of exactly mortal villains. Anyway.
1: So at this point, Victor has escaped from... (laughs) <laughs> from his metal enclosure. He has
2: someone like <laughs> in like, last like yeah Saw like drill his his mask off. that got caught on his mm-hmm. face. How did he get that guy to like he wasn't he wasn't fully I, um, I don't know. He definitely um kills that dude though like immediately. Immediately.
1: And he's then still bad folks. He's still bad. He hacks into what been so loving Lee pointed out to us the USA US spy, spy, satellites. spy satellites. He hacks into the USA spy satellites. I've been thinking about this for
2: days.
0: I'll send you guys a screenshot of it afterwards because I definitely took a screenshot and was just like, I'm going to make this my uh, phone background for a while.
1: Oh, wow. Ben is fully committed to the USA spy, spy satellite life. I just... uh, <laughs> so he is also tracking the Silver Surfer traces him to Greenland because that's where Silver Surfer's like to hang out mm-hmm. and they have a an altercation. Victor's like, together we can rule the world. We'll be unstoppable. And Silver Surfer is like, your days are numbered. Hits him with a blast of cosmic energy juju and heals him heals with him. The
0: cosmic energy.
2: Yeah.
1: Not kills him. Mm-hmm. Heals him. Because mm-hmm. nothing
2: makes sense. Anyway,
1: So back to the Baxter building, we see that Reed is able to trace this Silver Surfer's cosmic energy throughout the universe, not just on Earth, and discovers that every planet that the Silver Surfer visits have now all been destroyed. I would like to point
2: out that it is implied in this
1: movie that there is
2: life on other planets that Earth knows about and that they have the power to look at these things. I just I just want to point that out because I remember I was watching yesterday and I just what? Yes. what the hell, yeah. man? Yeah. Because
1: Reed does say all other planets are destroyed or now lifeless yes. or have become yeah, yeah, yeah. barren he implies that there was life
2: on other planets that we knew about as a society that are now dead
1: could we just think about like like being like living organisms not necessarily like fully formed humans I guess. but like things that live in like water right like, <laughs> amoebas fish amoebas <laughs> <laughs> but yes he does he does say are now Life is no longer living there. It's a barren planet or it's completely destroyed. Right. right. And then this is where we get our timeline, which he discovers that everywhere the surfer goes, eight days later, that planet dies. I love a doomsday clock. Exactly. Yep. So now they've got... Gives a you stakes.
0: Stakes. Stakes, yeah, so now stakes the st- and a time frame.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the stakes and time frame have now been established at this point, thanks to Reed's sciencing. And um, due to more sciencing and numbers... And equations, he determines, and N- USA <laughs> spy satellite. <laughs> he determines that the next crater that the Silver Surfer is going to create will be in London, and so specifically in the River Thames, exactly,
2: right, right in the conveniently center. right next to the London Eye, yeah. which really just amps it up. Yes, yeah, yeah. a
1: lot of people are around. I've been there; I can attest to that. There it's are a lot. a lot of people there. People. Yep. <laughs> and so the military and the gang all get together to fly to London. And this is where they have a family kind of squabble on the helicopter. And Johnny calls out Sue and Reed for wanting to leave the team. And they're like, this isn't the right time to discuss this. And, you know, Sue and Reed are like, we've upset the children. (laughs) And, (laughs) and general Hager is like, what's wrong with you people? We're trying to (laughs) together. We're trying to save the world. Save this shit for later. Yes. <laughs> Which is valid. Yes. Very valid. Yeah, truly. Holt did it again. <laughs> <laughs> so they arrive. So they're a bit too late. Silver Surfer's already there and has created the crater. They immediately go into life-saving mode. Um, read stretches to kind of like catch the London eye. Ben is holding it up from another angle, and Sue is creating a force. Force field to help as well.
0: And bla- is, does her nose bleed again? I can't remember. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Does it yes. again? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. Somebody get that girl a tampon. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> for her nose. Yes. Little she's the man reference for all of you. Yeah.
2: So good. On we can net? just switch and start talking <laughs> about she's the man instead. I'm now just this saying. is a fifteen day, <laughs> Now this is
1: a fifteen days of Shakespeare co- uh, podcast where we're going to talk gonna about Twelfth Night. Yeah. <laughs> So everyone's doing their part, and Johnny sees the Silver Surfer trying to escape, and <laughs> he's like, "I got this, guys!" Flame on, flies after him, doesn't know how to steer, and runs into <laughs> and runs into Reed. Right, yep. mm-hmm. and because of his unstable molecular makeup, now um, he transfers his powers to Reed, and Reed's powers are transferred back to Johnny. So. All of Reed catches on fire. Johnny starts melting. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny is, like, getting all loosey-goosey. And this causes more strain on Sue. Ben doesn't know what he's doing. And they have to—basically, Johnny fucks everything up. Yeah. And they end up saving the day. Um, But Reed gets real touchy with him and is like, stay back. Yeah. You know, before you ruin anything else. Yeah. And we get sad, Johnny. Johnny gets his feelings hurt. Yes, because he feels like... sad, Chris Evans' puppy face. I know. I did feel very sad at this moment. Because he was just trying to help. I know. I mean, he did screw up,
2: but like, don't be a dick about it. Yeah. Come on.
1: I mean, yeah, they did screw up, which gets us to General Hager being like, I don't trust you people with anything anymore. Fair, But we also see that the crater has drained the entire river at this point, which is kind of like the... Ending wide shot like dun dun dun. We, our main objective, which was to stop the silver surfer, failed. So they're back at home base, and they're like, "Okay, um, Reed's like, we're gonna pivot next time. We know what we need to do to make it better." And General Hager's like, "No, I brought in the big guns, nah, folks, and Victor." arrives. And this is the first time our Fantastic Four even know that he's still living.
2: With yeah. his face fully intact. Fully back in, in creepy handsome mode.
1: His hair is very weird. His hair is very Yeah, it's like a strange, it's a weird cut. Yeah, yeah. it's a weird cut. It's odd. Very 2007. <laughs> very 2007. This movie is now called Fantastic Four Rise of the Odds. Rise of the Aughts. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, uh, the general has brought in uh Victor, because uh, Victor, sneaky, sneaky, big brother's always watching, filmed his encounter with the silver surfer. And mm-hmm. they now see that he draws his powers from his surfboard. So it's not him that's powerful. It's the board. And they know now that if they can find a way to knock him off of it, they'll be able to apprehend him and essentially save the day. Or so they think. Reed goes to work trying to devise a way to to knock him off of his board and he comes up with a tachyon pulse. Yep. Just science words. Science. Yes. Yep. So Reed develops a tachyon pulse generator. Cool. They have to go to some forest to do it. Yep. The black forest. The black forest. And everyone they're basically creating like an area where the pulse will kind of what what's the analogy they say? It's like a oh. like a fish in a net is what they say. Something like, like a that. fish in a fishing net, so essentially, they're making a net yeah. for him of all of the area that would be poles. of the tachyon pulse. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, it requires science. them to all place their activated devices specific places and activate them at the same time. This is exactly what Thor the Dark World did, by the way.
2: <laughs>
1: anyway, <laughs> did
0: not think about that until
1: just
2: now, yeah. But wow, yeah, that's exactly what Thor the Dark World did, anyway.
1: Reuse, reuse, recycle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Reduce, reuse, recycle. That's the Marvel way.
0: <laughs> Going green.
1: <laughs> Going Go green. Green. Go green. So um, they all get there. Doom is on board. Reed does not trust him. Everyone is trying to. Oh, I said on board. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Not just yet, but almost. <laughs> Love a Friday. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, it's a Friday. It's, Friday. <laughs> it's good. Silver Surfer shows up. And goes beelines for Sue. They have some sort of instant connection where he just kind of looks at her. And she tries to put a force field up to protect herself. He goes right through it. And she's just like, why are you here? Why are you trying to destroy us?
0: I am not the destroyer.
1: What are you do? Why do you want to destroy a- us? A return to peak acting. Yes. Ac- acting. So. uh So good. She's trying to talk to him, and Victor is like, you know, maybe we should shoot at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, You know, like, he's had worse ideas, like, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's try shooting at the thing. So they fire a missile. He, which is, this is actually pretty cool. He just turns his surfboard up, and yeah. it absorbs the missile completely. Yes.
0: Yeah, there are definitely some cool things they do with Silver Surfer. Like I, I always remember him going like up and down through his board during yeah, the chase definitely. scene, and then this missile thing too. is just like, oh yeah, the power cosmic can be pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's yep. very cool.
2: And shout out to Doug Jones who does all of the like physical movement <laughs> yeah. for all of
1: this. Oh yeah, yeah, he does everything. Yeah, Other
0: we haven't than, even we haven't even touched upon the fact that Lawrence Fishburne Lauren's is the one Fishburne. voicing Norrin Rad in this.
1: Insane. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um we see the Silver Server, he protects he protects Sue at this point from the missile. But now he's like, you guys start firing at me, I'm gonna fire back. He does this really cool clap thing that then like reverberates and turns over all the tanks, explodes all of the military. But he's left Sue unattended. She's able to activate her machinery thingy, Reed. Sends out the tachyon pulse and their plan has come to fruition. It knocks the silver surfer off of his board and Victor electrocutes him just yep. for good measure. Yep.
0: I love how he just becomes like a muted gray when he's separated yeah. from the board. Right.
1: <laughs> exactly. He's not shiny anymore. He's not
0: it's just like a muted,
1: like very a matte, sad stone a matte kind gray. of. <laughs> last yeah. time I checked, that wasn't how it actually worked. But you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. we love we love symbolism. Yeah. We love it. The loss of power is represented by the loss of shininess. Incredible. Mm-hmm. So they all take uh, the apprehended Silver Surfer, Sur- Silver Surfer to their prison in Siberia? Siberia. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They take him there, pr- like, very much like U.S. military. It's like, let's just torture the alien. Yeah, yep. yeah. They go right to the torture. That's the most Street. realistic part of this movie. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, like whoa, out.
2: Is- they go straight to the, like... Let's, All right, let's fuck this dude up.
1: There are certain things I'm not permitted to do because they're considered human
0: rights violations. Fortunately, you're not human.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's mess him up. Um, we skipped over one of my favorite parts because I like, kind of like, you know, I always root for the underdog and the moment... Before the mission where General Hager is like giving Reed a bunch of shit about saying how he didn't play football. And Reed has his whole like speech where he's like, I didn't. But now I'm one of the greatest minds of the 21st century. I'm marrying the hottest woman on earth. And you're asking me for help. So sit down and shut up. And I'm like, yeah, thank you, Reed. Yeah. That backbone. Doesn't always need to be flexible. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it sometimes. You gotta, you gotta gotta flex. uh, Stand up to that bad boy. So I did like this moment because it was a nice little come up for Reed, who's always kind of, you know, it's always getting beaten down. Yeah, exactly. Everyone deserves. He deserves it sometimes, but yeah, I like. You know, know, it's nice. Reed standing up for the Mm nerd scene Mm again. Very two thousand seven. (laughs) Exactly. So we're in Siberia. They're trying to. Yes, as we, as one as we are, just inside context, um, <laughs> and they're torturing him for information, and it's not really working. Sue is very much like I don't. I think there's more to this guy. He saved me from the missile. He says it's not up to him whether or not we're being destroyed or not. And reads like, well, we got to talk to him some more then. So, <laughs> this is strange how that works. Just strange. talking Why to people. Why don't we
2: just talk to them a lot? Yeah, information from people. It's just by talking just ask to them. Yeah. Yeah. He's
1: and fun. so uh, Sue turns invisible, sneaks out of uh, their cell into the Silver Surfer's cell and is just like, "So, what's your name?"
0: I was once called Lauren Red.
1: In that Lawrence Fishburne voice. Literally,
0: like he speaks in one note the the entire
2: movie.
1: And he doesn't, I mean... He doesn't have a lot of lines, so he doesn't, true. But in this encounter is when we learn that it's Galactus that's behind all Bum, of this, Bum, the Bum. destroyer
0: of worlds. I'm gonna put Galactus in quotes because this is not hashtag my Galactus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not my Galactus. I mean, not- yeah. So, um, Norrin um, is basically like. I have no choice in the matter. He's essentially holding my planet and the love of my life hostage if I don't help him destroy, seek out and destroy other worlds. And he also admits it's like, you really remind me of my bay back home. So that's why I saved you. And I think that's why we have a little bit of a connection. I don't have a penis, so that wouldn't work. But uh, <laughs> you know, I noticed this the whole time. I'm like, "Are you?" Know. you? Anyways, the yeah, the uh, the shape of the Silver Surfer is very
2: kindle, uh, Kendall. very yeah. kindle, very kindle. Very. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: a shiny kindle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While all this is happening, um, Doom has made a deal with Haker mm-hmm. to be like, "I helped you guys. Let me take a look at that board." And true to form, he betrays everyone, kills Hager, which is aggressive. I forgot, I
0: forgot about how, like, the manner in which he killed I, Hager. Yeah. I remember, like, whole dying, but then I saw that and I was like, oh, this is hard to watch considering it's like, what's going to happen
2: to Cheddar?
1: <laughs> <gasps> oh, Cheddar.
2: Um, sorry if yeah. you don't watch Brooklyn 9 Yeah, sorry. Um, watch, <laughs> go watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but also...
1: This is now a Brooklyn Nine-Nine Nine Nine podcast. podcast, followed yeah.
0: by immediately by our Shakespeare podcast. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> All your pop culture needs, right here on Side <laughs> um, And so, yes, unfortunately, in a like you said, Ben, a very gruesome, like yeah. gross, Un, like uncalled for. Yeah. Um, he kills Hager. We don't know the mechanics or the science of this because we don't know the mechanics or science of anything in this movie, but somehow. Victor has found a way to bond himself to an alien life-form Board. surfboard. The power cosmic. S- yeah. Science. He found a way. It's just science. He did it. And so now he it. has the silvery things running through his veins. He's in charge of the surfboard and he likes the power. And just uh, the captain now? He, <laughs> <laughs> he is the captain now. <laughs> um, I do like his line where he's like, you know what? Reed is always right, and he's like, I'm betray you, guys, yeah. so it was just kind of like a nice little it's nice button on that, yes, yeah. uh plot point, no shit, yeah, <laughs> no shit, I'm gonna betray you. I am evil. My name is doom for God's sake' <laughs> <laughs> true like mm, yeah, 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 and so the team realizes that Victor has betrayed everyone, and they're like, the only way we're gonna stop him is if we. Get the silver surfer out so they rescue the silver surfer this is the point Ben where I think you should take over with well, about the fantastic car. so
0: they have to they they rescue surfer because mm-hmm. they're like the surfer is the only one who can stop galactus who's on his way but in order to stop galactus we need the board mm-hmm. but in order to get to doom who's flying on the board we need something that can also fly Q the weirdest buildup ever in terms <laughs> of like the big the Big set piece of this movie is the Fantastic Car. Holy crap.
2: Read. This is by far the coolest thing you have ever done. I
0: not no people cared about the Fantastic Car this much.
2: No they don't. Apparently, That's
1: the thing. apparently I mean... enough to center
0: <laughs> an entire third act battle scene around. Yes. And so oh i just let they get into the fantastic car they have this johnny and the thing have like a quick little quibble right before they're like johnny's like oh i gotta fly this thing and the thing is like whoa i'm the best pilot which you forget
1: <laughs> like, that's what i was saying i was like oh i forgot this is a whole thing in the first movie where michael tickles a, is a he's a pilot yeah <laughs> and that's why he was on the original mis- right. mission to right. fly right. okay
0: so anyways yeah and then they fly, they fly it i've I believe Reed's only lines during this fight are. Victor, only the surfer could stop the destroyer, but he needs his board.
1: Yeah, let's try to convince Victor with words to give up the surfboard. He has meticulously meticulously been planning to get the first two thirds of this movie.
0: I love Victor's response, which is like, you know, I've never been the giving type, Reed. <laughs> it just lies away.
2: Just like, oh jeez.
1: It's just like who could have predicted that. This turn of events, exactly. So there, we have this mid-flight fight sequence. This battle between the four and Doom. Mm. You get to see like the car like separate and come to get together. And... Yeah, which is pretty cool that it separates, right? Um how team. they all know how to how to drive it. Like I was saying before, like yep. you make a fancy toy for your squad and you don't tell them about it and just expect them under very high pressure situations to immediately know how to fly them. Like, They're heroes. A, yeah. They can do anything.
0: <laughs> anything they set their mind to,
1: they can do. I will suspend my belief. <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> so they separate, um, they end up in Shanghai yep. where cr- yes. they crash yep. land and yep. then the battle becomes grounded. Uh-huh. And um, Victor forms a, sp- a silver spear type thing and chucks it at the powerless silver surfer. Who looks at it coming at him for a real long time, like <laughs> contemplating, like, actively thinks chooses about chooses it, chooses not to move. I think this was the Silver Surfer trying to tell us this was it, this is the end. He's like, um, I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I'm oh, really tired of this. I'm tired of you guys. Yeah, you guys took my board. Him. I really don't. That's blame not him. fair. I was trying to catch that last wave, <laughs> and so he's just like, "This is the end. I'm going to stare death right in the face because of the." strong bond that him and Sue have made within the last 30 minutes of knowing each other, she decides that she wants to sacrifice herself for him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So She, she puts up a force field, which she late. know. well, she also knows that the power cosmic can just go straight right through. Right through
1: it. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I didn't realize that at first when I was watching. I thought she just goes kind of like put the force field up when it was too late, but it goes through it because you're correct. We right. see before yeah, in the yeah. Black Forest that he can go through the force field. Yes.
0: Which makes you wonder why she did it in the first
1: place, but okay. It's because she's in instinct. Love with him. Yeah. Instinct. She's That's like, true. You know, it's also probably, yeah. Instinct. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm yeah. trying to protect someone. Yeah.
1: What I don't like about this <laughs> is... <laughs> please tell me. ...is this woman has just sacrificed herself for you, and literally he watches her fall to the ground, doesn't even try to, like, hold his hands out to catch her... She, he, it's a very prominent scene where it's him just like giving the side eye as she falls to the ground after stepping in front of him and saving his life. Yep. He didn't even try to catch her. Nope.
0: I think a big part of Silver Surfer mythos over the years has been like him trying to understand like what it is to have feelings.
1: Oh, so he's just like, what do I do? Like
0: he's a he lot He looks
1: t- human.
2: He has a humanoid shape, but he's very far from being human. Yeah. Oh, okay. So a
0: lot of what in comics is always shown as like, how does Norrin Rad eventually like develop feelings? Um, and if you want to read a really great Silver Surfer story, read Dan Slott's Silver Surfer, um, because that really jumps into his like relationships uh, with other people, with other planets, how oh. Norrin Rad learns empathy. Pro tip. Dan Slott's Silver Surfer is one of, one of the best comic book runs in the last two decades, I, I think. Mean, so amazing. go read that. So that's kind of how I read that scene. He's like, this is what sacrifice is.
1: Yeah. But it's so interesting because I understand like he's not human and he doesn't understand kind of human emotions or empathy, but he does have and experiences love because yeah. he says he has someone on back on his home planet that he does love. Yeah, so, I think, the, I think the
0: mental leap you're supposed to make is that he's been the herald for so long mm-hmm. that he's forgotten.
2: What it is like to, what
0: feel.
1: It's like to feel? Yeah, because I'm sure there's such. I mean, when you're tasked to do something like that horrible, I am sure you like build up a wall and you yeah. become numb to it. Right. And so I guess that's the point of this movie that you know Sue shows Awakens him. It. Oh, and it's like you always have a choice. Sue sacrifices herself for him, and then he also sees the love between. Sue and Reed, Reed, and that all. I think, yeah, uh, that makes sense. I, do you, I what, hope
2: that that's what it is. I, I fear that we're giving it it too I much mean, credit. Yeah. We um, are, because
0: I'm bringing in a ton of like, I've read so many Silver Surfer comics context to exactly, it. So,
2: but I like where your head's at, because that would be a, a wonderful storyline. Yeah, story yeah. would be a wonderful if that was just a bit clearer. Right, wonderful if lesson. it were actually well-written.
0: Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things, though, is just like, whenever you see, to watch someone like do math in their head is always the funniest thing to me. And to watch like Noren Rad, like look at Sue and then look at Sue and read and be like, one plus one <laughs> it equals <was> love, love <laughs> is just like the funniest thing to me. It's supposed to be this like really deep moment and I was rewatching it yesterday. I was just like, this is hilarious.
1: I mean, yeah. He's figuring it out. Yeah. One step at a time. But just
0: very slowly. Very <laughs> slow
2: on the uptake.
0: You know those like people who type on keyboards with one finger? Yes.
1: Oh, God. It's like
0: watching <laughs> someone complete a sentence by doing that.
2: Or like typing into the Google search bar and not using the autocomplete. Uh, and then just going one thing at a time.
1: Oh, my gosh. People do that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know who Caitlin hangs out with. but. <laughs> <laughs> It just infuriated me in college
2: all the time because professors would always do that. Oh, I do it, yeah. Yeah,
1: very specifically. Before we get to the resolution of, you know, Silver Surfer acknowledging, you know, that he does have a choice, we have to get to Johnny's whole entire arc where he's always presented as the solo person, the star, like, not really on the team. And it is because of his malfunction, per se, or, you know, his unstable molecular composition that he's able to absorb everyone else's powers and kind of become all four of them in one to defeat Doom so that comes about where they're saying thing is like I can knock him off the board but he'd see me coming from a mile away and then there so it like was another, I could get to him easily because I'm invisible this
0: was another one <laughs> of those scenes where they all did math
2: very slowly, <laughs> very slowly. in their head <laughs> And one then plus one plus one,
1: one teamwork. Yeah, and John's like Johnny's like, I think I have an idea. Yeah, hard cut. <laughs> hands in the middle, guys. Let's go. Which is like weirdly
0: emotional for me whenever like the Fantastic Four oh, put their yeah. hands in. I'm just like, I mean, it's such a
2: it's such like a classic like go to for them.
0: Like, no matter how bad this movie could be, you'll get to that point. I'll
1: just be like, oh, because Fantastic we don't. It's like Johnny saying flame on. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. like it's that like kind of very classic. And we also, we don't see them do that in the first movie, no. correct? So this is the this is the first time we see them do that very classic hands in the middle shot. And it's for a good reason. There's like a plot reason for yeah. it. So that's nice.
0: And it's also cool like Johnny taking in all four powers because like I remember, or er, taking in all the powers because I remember the time I was like, are they going to fight Super Scroll eventually? Because Ooh. that- that's what it reminded me of. It's oh. like, oh, Johnny is Super Scroll kind of here. And I remember being as a kid, like,
1: are they going to bring the Scrolls in? Oh, this. Uh, little, little did little, you know. Little did I know baby they, would. Ben, no. that they uh, Oh, I was just going to say, Little Baby Ben did know this does not become a trilogy. No. And little
2: did he know <laughs> 10 years later, you know, <laughs> Yeah. this is where we'd be over 10 years. Yeah. <sighs> um, so, you say d- Baby Ben, I was 20. <laughs> <When this> baby-,
1: <laughs> baby Ben. <laughs> cool. Well, old, old maybe 20-year-old yeah, baby. Yeah. So Johnny absorbs everyone else's powers and kind of, you know, clobbers all on Doom. He stretches. He's on fire. He goes invisible. His hands are big thing hands to like punch Doom around and successfully knocks Doom off of the surfer's board. With the help of Michael Chiklis swinging a <laughs> crane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Whose line is literally like, I'm not going to let Johnny have all the fun. Like Perfect. essentially something he's just like, you can't do it all. So, um I love, you know, he gets good baseball whack mm-hmm. at Victor and often to the harbor he goes. So they have defeated
2: the dude. second
1: villain of the movie. Now they have to worry about the, the big cloud hashtag the not cloud. my galactus. It's, a cloud. it's a cloud. Yeah, they the him. cloud. And made him a cloud. A cloud. And so due to love math, Silver Surfer realizes that he does have a choice revives Sue and at this point I had forgotten that he revives her. Kind of forgotten that she had died. Exactly. Yeah. I was like well she died I mean, I her, dying, really much of anything. Like, her dying was so surprising to me I'm like what she dies because then I had to pause the movie and I thought about it and I was like Sue gets the short end of the stick in both of these fucking movies. Like, All the time. Her storylines are always just about dudes that like her And all she wanted was a nice wedding and a husband that's not addicted to his PDA and she can't even get that. And then she dies. And I was trying to save another person. Exactly. Another
2: man. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) That'll teach you to care about someone other than your fiance. I know. I was just like, oh my gosh, she has the short end of the stick. And then I resumed and kept watching. I'm like, oh, she comes back. Cool. But I was like, is this really how they're going to do suit like this? I mean, they would. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just a moment that I had to take um, to realize that, you know, poor Sue. So anyways, Silver Surfer sees the love they have and is like cherish every moment you guys have together and sacrifices himself to kill Galactus with the help of Johnny.
0: Yep. Johnny him a helps of, him
1: fly up a little bit. Gives yep. him a little bit of a boost. A little boost. Um, I guess my main question is: If Silver Surfer could defeat Galactus this whole time, but he needed—why didn't health. he do it?
0: He needed before? the motivation. He
1: needed the—he needed
2: love, math.
0: not he? He comes to—he comes to a realization that his home planet is probably dead. I think at some point, right? I mean, or am I projecting on I think another comic? I think you're projecting on
2: another okay. comic
1: because he never says that. <laughs> but like the, that would be really nice. Like all, that would—that would make a lot of sense. And that's what I'm saying. I'm all we know from the movie without any context additional context from the comics is that galactus is holding his home planet hostage right, right and the people he loves are on it and still alive as long as he continues to be his Herald mm. there's no indication nope. that he thinks that Got that deal has changed again. yeah yep. but again would be nice would if be that, nice if would that, been, if that was great context would be nice additional context to make that self-sacrifice you know even more punchy he defeats the Galactus, and we see that because Johnny touched the surfboard when he was helping him, it restored his back to normal molecular instability, and he's back to normal, which he's very excited about. At this point, they realize they're a great team. Sue and Reed don't want to go off on their own. Nope. They have the great idea to culturally appropriate a Japanese wedding. Yep. Ceremony. Not before they have
0: the <laughs> hardest cut in film oh, history.
1: Yes, we were talking never. about this. this oh editing God. choice, when they go from being happy and hugging each other and congratulating themselves on the win against the big bad, and le- it's the hardest cut. I would like to point out that this movie has
2: a $30 million more budget <laughs> than the first one. <laughs>
1: like, and they're cutting corners. See, <laughs> oh my God.
2: What a cut. Ooh.
1: Yes. It was very aggressive. I was startled. I was like, "Whoa, guys! All right." It, it cuts to
0: it cuts to a, um, a Jewish man officiating a wedding in in Japan. In Japan, and you're just like,
1: "What? Uh, huh?" Yeah, it's
0: like you're hit with a camera on the back of your head, and it's like, "Here's the next scene." It's
1: like a very short <laughs> summary thing. Oh my god! Yeah. So this is um, they do get married finally, and but not before Venice times the charm. But Venice is sinking, so Venice you got to do in. stuff. Yeah, you gotta go be heroes. Venice is yeah.
0: sinking into the Adriatic.
1: Mm-hmm. So they have
2: specifically,
1: specifically. Yeah, very yeah. specific. Venice is sinking into the Adriatic.
0: And you're just like, okay. Oh, it couldn't just be sinking into this. Got it. Okay, cool. Got it. Cool. 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 Adriatic. Cool. Got cool. it. Got it. Cool.
1: I did like this kind of the end though, where they all separate and make the four. I think that's kind of nice. Yeah. That was cute. It was a that cute little. Cute. You know, there's moments. Yeah. There's yeah. moments that make you smile. The rest of it just
2: makes you want to bang your head against the wall.
1: Yeah. Ooh.
2: And then a mid-credit scene. A mid-credit scene. That, that implies a trilogy. A, a third one, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because we can't let villains live in just a singular movie. We have to keep bringing them back. Not that, but that's, that's the, the thing. The he thing. doesn't die as a villain. Right. Yeah, that's, it's, not really a villain. Uh, yeah. 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 He's the, uh, really uh, a. the MacGuffin villain in the yeah. beginning.
1: And mm-hmm. then, he's,
0: mm-hmm. he's more of the MacGuffin than anything, you're right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. We find out in the mid-credit scene is... Still alive. Still alive. Out in space. We'll never figure out what happens after that. Because they never made another movie. Because this movie flopped. Exactly.
2: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts.
1: Next, we're gonna go around the table and ask everyone what their favorite line or moment from the movie is. We kind of did this when we were already like doing the plot breakdown, but let's go again. Ben is smiling really, really hard right now, so I'm gonna I'm let gonna go with, I'm gonna let Ben go first. So excited. Look at
0: this. My favorite line in this movie happens within the first ten minutes. Not even the mysterious transformation of matter at the subatomic level.
2: It's the most romantic thing you've ever
0: said to me. Which is really pathetic when you think about it. <laughs> And I'm like best line in the movie. Best <laughs> that's line in really the movie. Good.
2: That's it's a true. good choice. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good choice. I remember,
0: like, I remember. This <laughs> is just something so sciency, and Susan's like, "Oh, that's adorable, you dumb nerd." And then Johnny's like, "Wow, you guys are you guys sad." Yeah. <laughs> oh, just great. that's and it's really like it,
2: good. it's so
0: red. Like Chris Evans is Lucas Lee in that moment.
2: Yes. <laughs> and I was just like, "This is so good." Wow. Anyways, Caitlin, um, mine is I pointed it out before, but mine is uh, a Chris Evans line in which he just says, what do you got against capitalism? <laughs> which, again, sums up the whole movie and and
0: most of life and mm. most
2: of life wow. and just like is kind of upsetting and um painfully real. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: But, you know, it's really funny in the moment. Yeah. And I'm glad to see that we're all on the same page because I would say my favorite line is also a Chris Evans <laughs> line
2: <laughs> again. Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Johnny. yeah Johnny. Best
1: part and we talked about it before but when he says I just don't want to wake up one morning and find out she's died in a rock slide (laughs) and I'm just like yeah
2: all right, love a one liner I love a one liner didn't get that joke for 20
0: years
1: (laughs) it's also one of those things like it reminds me of white chicks and it's like (laughs) You were oh. like we were all thinking it, but you said you it. Said it's like because we were all thinking about this, like yeah. how does their relationship work? Yep. And Johnny's, Johnny's the one, the only one to who, be like, Let who's me. either brave and or crass enough yeah. to actually point it out. Exactly. So, um, I love that moment. Is pure honesty. What if anything from this movie do we want to see brought into our the current MCU? Um, we know that the Fantastic Four will make an appearance at, at some point later, later, later. Phase five-ish. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, any, anything specific you want to see from this, this movie?
0: It depends on how it's introduced. Because I always think like Galactus is cool. If you read old comics and it's like, if you look at like kind of j- the whole kind of big tapestry that Jack Kirby painted, Galactus is pretty cool. He's also a very hard villain to kind of empathize or sympathize or develop like, strong feelings for. And the only time they've really done a good job of that, I think, is, like, recently with Al Ewing's uh, Ultimate series where they actually turned Galactus into the Lifebringer, mm, mm-hmm. And you got kind of, like, this really deep mythos into, like, Galactus and Ego and all these other, like, huge cosmic entities. You make it,
2: like, deeply different and, like, controversial. You have to do something very, like, complicated.
0: I think introducing Galactus kind of hinges on whether or not Eternals does well and if they can introduce the Celestials in, like, a smart way.
2: Yep. Because
0: it's hard to introduce, like, these, like, this thing eats a planet.
2: Yeah. Which is essentially, like, they already did Ego. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In
1: Guardians 2. And I think that was the right setting to do that because Guardians is so... Like space and fantastical yeah. and funny and weird, and you're already in that headspace, so it's easier to kind of wrap your mind or, around something that big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if they were to try to pull that into, you know, like Anthony Mackey's do, Captain America, yeah, that, that would feel like really out of, of place. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot a of lot. groundwork mm-hmm. to be done still. Just yeah. like how they did with with these first ten years, they had to lay a lot of groundwork before they got to they two Guardians before they got to Thanos. Ragnarok Thanos. and that. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: But I can see them doing that. I also can see like I would love like a solo Silver Surfer movie.
2: Ooh, I would just love yeah. a Silver like Silver Surfer to be in the MCU because, as you pointed out, he's like a really interesting, interesting character. Yeah.
0: Um, Again, I have to say, if you haven't read Dan Slott's series on it, I it's haven't. so I've
2: heard amazing things. It's about so, it. so good. I it's so
0: it uplifting. It's so positive. Oh, um, it's like a really happy read. Oh, so
2: I love that. And this movie is not a None happy movie by. Any measurement, yeah, I agree. I think there's elements of this movie that are just like classic Marvel comics. Like you can't go wrong, especially in terms of the Fast Fantastic Four and everyone that they're bringing in with them. If anything, this movie is a, a tapestry for a lot of what not to do. That's yeah. what I was
1: thinking. You know, kind yeah. of like
2: like how to not to do Sue Storm, like how mm-hmm. not to, I don't know, write a script.
1: to write a script. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Well, I I can say one thing I do hope they keep, which I assume they will because it's part of the character, but something that we've all really latched onto within the first Fantastic Four and the sequel is Johnny's character Mm -hmm. and like the one-liners and the jokes and the levity that he brings. You need that. You need that. I hope they give him that again and I hope they do a good job of casting someone that can hold it up the way Chris Evans did in this way when Chris Evans back I mean I said that in the, in the <laughs> yeah. last podcast and yep. I would 100% be okay with that decision if we just pretended that nothing was wrong I mean that we're doing, just, like,
0: we're doing that with Mahershala
1: yeah exactly
0: he's supposed to be dead in the MCU and now he's gonna and be now Blade. He's back.
1: now he's back Marvel you've done it once Set you precedent. can do it again Thank you guys for listening. Thank you Ben and Caitlin for jumping in the Thank saddle you. yet again. Um, everyone out there, make sure you rate and review and subscribe and join us tomorrow when we unpack Fantastic Four with Miles Teller and Kate Mara. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> and what what's his name? Jamie Bell? Is that his Jamie name? Bell. Jamie yeah, Bell. Yeah. or Michael B. Jordan. And Michael, and Michael
2: Jordan. B. Jordan. <laughs> Ben's really having to prepare himself for this, guys. I think it's going to be a good one. Guys, you know if
1: Ben's excited, we should all be excited. You should be here. Yeah, he's. I think he's scared more than anything. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited scared. Okay. I'm like, uh,
0: what's her face from Saved by the Bell? I'm so excited. I'm I'm
1: so 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 excited. Let's all be excited scared together tomorrow when you listen to us talk about Fantastic Four circa 2015. Because you know you want to. All right.